Global Legal Hackathon in Tel Aviv, Israel. My name is Corey Goodshow, and I am the host for today's show. Joining me today, I have Aviv and Dove. Before we get started, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Uh, hi, my name is Aviv. I'm a doctorate candidate at Osgood Hall Law School, also a fellow in IP Osgood. And my research is about artificial intelligence, technology, and copyright. And I'm very excited to be here. Excited to have you. Hi, my name is Dove. I'm a professor at the IDC, the Interdisciplinary Center Herzliya, which is a small private university here in Israel. I have a doctorate in genetics bioinformatics, and I am a lawyer, and I'm broadly interested in all areas of innovation and technology and law. Well, thanks for joining us. Is this your first legal hackathon experience? Yeah, actually it is. And I was very happy to hear from you and asking me to, uh, to be here. I'm actually visiting Israel. This is like in this time I usually teach at Osgood. Uh, but that's uh, an incredible experience. And I'm very excited to be here and to take yeah. part in this uh, hackathon. And you're actually a judge today, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Fantastic. <laughs> the first uh, judging appointment I have. <laughs> Fabulous. One of many. One of many, <laughs> yes. yes. Dove, how about yourself? Is this your first experience? This is my second. I did one in uh, Madrid, in Spain. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't blown away with what we got there, but I'm really hoping to be really excited about what we're going to see today. I have yeah. uh, a lot. Of, seems like a lot of promise. Absolutely. So, how would you explain the, I guess, acceptance level or the landscape of legal tech with, as it, I guess, pertains to the education system here in Israel? Mm, well. I think that Israel is very open in general to innovation. So I would say that we have plenty of students that they come from different backgrounds. And I also think that one of the leading points in Israel is the experience in the military. So given that we have you know, several good units, that technological units, sure. so I think that our graduates actually, when they graduate, when they finish with this army service, they come to the academia with more experience in technology, in, in areas in technology, like units like 8, 2000 and others. So I think that uh, this is why Israel is so good and uh, uh, innovative. So uh, I think that's one of the reasons we are, we are leading in this uh, area. Yeah. So I've noticed though, um, you know, Israel being known as, you know, startup nation. Yeah. Um, in my experience here, I have noticed that the legal industry seems to be even a little bit further behind as far as legal tech. Why do you think that is? Yeah, I mean, that's true. So, um, and I'm, I'm just taking like from my experience in Canada. So, so we, we do see some difference. Uh, for example, I think that in Canada, they're more advanced in some of the aspects. And in Israel, uh, yes, you can definitely see that there, there is some, some sort of, um, you know, uh, clashes. And I think that in, in many ways, the legal, uh, the legal spectrum, the legal uh, industry is very slow in considering technology as part of the business agenda. And I think that this is partially the reason because, you know, it takes, it takes a lot of time to get into that business and take into these uh, you know, laws and regulations. And I sure. think that is something that's probably lawyers will get more and more involved in the future. But it's, it's difficult to, you know, to, to say why this is happening and why it's happening in, this, uh, in these levels and these stages. Sure. Dove, I, um, I, I guess I think as far as from an education perspective, lawyers are inherently taught to be risk adverse. Do you think that that's actually part of the barriers in legal innovation? 
Sure. Um, law firms, particularly the large multinationals in, that are based in the US and in uh, the UK and whatever, they're definitely risk-averse dinosaurs that are unwilling or un unable to, uh, to look to the future. Uh, they have a lot of expensive legacy systems. Um, it it's really hard to, to steer the ship and make it turn. But I think that's something that works to our advantage here in Israel. Israel is not a large market for legal tech. Right. We have our distinct language. Um, and so I would think that most entrepreneurs here in Israel are looking outside for, um, for, the, for their markets. And maybe they don't know how dinosaur-like and how risk-averse the, the, the foreign law firms are. And that sort of, that allows us to be a little more entrepreneurial than, let's say, someone in the U.S. might be. That's, uh, that might have a better appreciation for how hard it is to sell uh, legal tech to a law firm that just doesn't want to change. Yeah, absolutely. Do you see a difference in with the students that you're now teaching in the law schools? Do you think that they're, they're sort of pushing to be much more tech advanced? Well, our students um, are, we have an interesting cohort of students uh, for two reasons. One is all our students are basically post-army. Okay. So they've all had a sort of a life experience. Uh, oftentimes that life experience is in the area of technology whether or not they're in intelligence or, or engineering core or something like that. But they're also here on their first degree. So as opposed to uh, the U.S. or Canada, where law is a second degree, uh, here in Israel, it's an undergraduate degree. Okay. Um, and so they are probably a little more naive, a little more bright-eyed in terms of, uh, you know, where, where they can push the technology. U.S. students uh, uh, are maybe a little more jaded in terms of uh, pushing technology um, in, in, in their field. Yeah. So obviously the GLH, we're about to hear some of the pitches um, from some of the teams here. Is there anything or any specific area of law that you're hoping to see some disruption or you're hoping to see some advancement? Obviously. Either one of you? Yeah, I have to think about that. Like, um, I, I really hope to see some interesting ideas in the ways that we can, you know, technology can help us to uh, find ways to get students more engaged. I think that's, uh, and this is something that's, you know, I think Dov probably share my, uh, mm -hmm. you know, my feeling that it's very hard to get students involved in classes today. Like when you get into the class, you get into the seminar, students, you know, like using their laptop, the Facebook, WhatsApp, everything. It's very hard to get them concentrated in what we are doing. So finding ways to get the students more engaged in classes, to find new ways to teach students, you know. I think that's something that uh, technology can help us with. And I see, I actually, we see that today with, uh, you know, trying to uh, use podcasts as part of the yeah. teaching experience. I Absolutely. think that's a very, uh, very cool method to, to get students more involved. Uh, so uh, this is one area that I really hope to, to find, you know, new ways to do that. And obviously, we, I mean, we mentioned that yesterday, we hope to find ways to use predictive analysis as part of the teaching experience, as part of the like, tools that we can develop in the academia to help students, to help the academia, and to help like, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, the teaching experience to be uh, uh, better. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. I think as a professor here in Israel, I cannot compete uh, for the eyeballs of my students against Netflix or, or WhatsApp. <laughs> and, sure. you know, not only are they taking my students' eyeballs, I mean, they're also taking my, my bandwidth. And when I was a law student, you know, they could cut off the Wi-Fi in the classroom, but that's, that's, that's a non-starter here because we sure. just have cellular uh, data. So I'm really hoping for some really interesting technologies that will engage students more in the classroom and outside the classroom, um, have them uh, become more excited about the law, um, not because they have to get through law school, but because it's something that's really interested, really is, is of interest to them. And again, if we could find some great technologies that would help us get those eyeballs away from Netflix and onto 
the board or, or other sort of other other sort of ways to, to to teach the students or other sort of ways to engage the students, that would be really great. Right. Well, we've reached the end of the road here for today's episode. I want to thank our guests, Avi and Dove, for joining us here today. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. I'm Corey Goodshow, signing off from the Global Legal Hackathon in Israel. Until next time, thanks for listening. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.